peace and goodwill to all men. It's time to shine, 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 shine. Welcome to this edition of Pause with the Pastors. This is a time each week when we stop to talk a little bit more about Sunday sermon. This past Sunday, Associate Pastor Davis Johnson talked with us about how healing and a journey to recovery happens in a location and impacts our city. Um, recap that for us, Davis. Yeah, I think it's really tempting in American Christianity to see our faith journey as something that we do on our own. We may have other people that we're talking with about what they're going through, but really the work of Christ happens in our own personal lives, and that's just not the way that Christ works in the Scriptures. Everyone that experiences healing and wholeness as they encounter Christ in the Scriptures goes on to return to their community, and everyone has to figure out how this new work of God in their life will impact the city that they've lived in. And I preached out of the prophet Isaiah's message to Israel as they were in exile, where he encouraged them to do the same switch in their thinking, because they were tempted in exile to think, God is going to save us from these people that we're stuck living with for however long, and God's hope is not for them, it's just for us. And he encouraged them to continue to develop families and have new generations of children to cultivate crops and believe in the city that they were exiled in. It's a message I think we all need to hear in this Lenten season as we look forward to how we expect God to work in our lives. We can't hope that God will save us in a way that separates us from our community. Rather, God's work in our lives draws us further into connection to the world. So I'm Call to mind the fact that the Greek word for salvation is sozo, and it doesn't just refer to like the saving of a soul. It it refers you can be saved from a battle, you can be saved from disease or destruction. That really sozo salvation is holistic. It's about saving all of us and all of who we are, and so it doesn't just happen in one aspect of life. I think one of the worst things that has happened to American Christianity is that we have made a faith journey. We've made salvation about just me instead of about all of us together. In the ancient world, including in Jesus' time, they thought more collectively. What happens to me happens to all of us, and what happens to all of us benefits or hurts me. They were much more community-oriented than we are. Even the history of Methodism was more community-oriented than we tend to be today. I was telling you earlier that I believe it was a it was a seminary textbook, I believe written by Kevin Kinghorn about the history of Methodism, and he had a great quote in there that I couldn't find this morning that he talked about how everywhere there were Methodist outposts, where there were groups of Methodists, the communities were different. For every place the Methodists went, they didn't just worship and worry about personal holiness. They impacted their communities. They built schools. They built hospitals. They visited jails. They wanted to see people not be hungry. They wanted to see children clothed. They wanted to see families intact, and they worked to make all of that happen. So by there being Methodist Christians in the area, the whole area got better. 
And I think that is the model of what Jesus shows us in Scripture, is that wherever the grace of Jesus Christ goes, it makes everything better. What happens to us spills over to the world around us. It certainly does. And we have to rediscover those roots of ours in American Methodism and in Wesley's model of ministry, where, like you're saying, it was not some sense that you can experience this work of God in your life and that you'll be done with connecting with the world and you can withdraw. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of great Methodist textbooks that outline the way we actually grow in our connection to the world and our Mm -hmm. compassion and our empathy actually are greater once we've encountered the love of God. Because Wesley didn't talk about achieving your salvation or accomplishing it on your own, but working it out in the world. Absolutely. I think we really need to rediscover that. I've been encouraged as Lee London's one person that comes to mind, Mm -hmm. but people have been telling me about the tag they picked up on their way out of the sanctuary this Sunday and that they've been praying for our schools and our hospitals, businesses in town. And I think that's what we're called Mm -hmm. to do as a church. I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought you had a great way of helping people take an action step, have a response to what they had heard and experienced in worship by taking a tag, taking a, a location and praying for them and having ways to reach out. And so it's been really great to hear people responding and doing that. We can become very inward focused, like how do we grow our church? How do we as a church do things? And certainly we need to think about that. We want more people to come so they can hear about Jesus and develop a relationship with Jesus. But we also have to be thinking about how are we making the world around us a a better place as well, that this journey to healing and recovery that we've been exploring includes the world around us and the people who are not yet even inside the circle of faith with us. So thank you for a great worship experience Sunday. And thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode of Pause with the Pastors. We hope you'll tune in again to the next one.